Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome back to Industry Tactics, a podcast that chats with some of the finest outsiders in music. My name is Friendly Rich, and today on the podcast, a trip to Guelph, Ontario, to chat with Dan Logren. Dan is the man behind Baby Labor, one of my favorite bands as of late. So we talk about Baby Labor, you'll hear some of their music, and uh, also find out a few things about Dan. He's a long-lost cousin, a paisan. Turns out he's got roots from the same province in Italy that I do, Frosinone. So uh, dig into it. This is my chat with Dan Logren of Baby Labor, episode number 74. You don't meditate, do you? Uh, I tried it once or twice. Yeah. Before going to bed to help me sleep. Yeah. See, trying to visualize the... Uh, is it the Swiss flag that is the white with the red cross in the middle? Or is sure. it red with a white cross? I think it's uh, red. The cross is. Yeah, yeah. That one is the one that I would try to visualize. And that would help put me, put me to sleep sometimes. I have a cousin in Montreal who uh, meditates and he says... Close your eyes. Everything's black, and then picture a vagina. That's just, <laughs> that's how he meditates. I think it's uh, that's how I masturbate. <laughs> anyway, we're into it. Uh, I'm here in an undisclosed. <laughs> yeah, secret. We're both meditators of our own uh, we've, device. We've found our way into Area 51. Yep, yep. We broke in. Today's the big day. Broke I'm here with. How do you pronounce your last name? It's Scottish, so it should be like. Lochrin. Okay. But it's Lochrin. Lochrin. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lock in there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're here with Scott Lochrin. <laughs> We're here with take two, Dan Lugrin. Yeah, there it is. Nailed it. And you're a beautiful human. Oh, bless you. You've always been this way? Um, how do you how do you mean? Like when you were like twelve, <laughs> did you look this way? Uh, I think I was like a little fat kid when I was twelve. Yeah? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Here in good. Guelph? No, I grew up in Two towns over from a mutual friend of ours, Matthew Fong. Oh, shit. Yeah. The Fong bros grew up in Aurora. Yep. And I'm about two townships north of them in a place called Holland Landing, oh, which is like Aurora, and then north is Newmarket, okay. and then north of that is a place called East Gwillenberry. Yes, East Gwillenberry we know, but Holland, where's Holland's Landing? It's in East Gwillenberry. It's like okay. the most southern part of it. It's kind of by the marsh, the Holland Marsh. We're here with a Gwillen- Gwillenberry boy. Gwillenberry boy, yeah. Okay. There's and- lots of us out here. We're out here. Really? You're out here in Guelph? Because found, I find ourselves in Guelph today. Yeah. Which is your new... Okay, so we'll find out about this, uh, how you get to Guelph. That's going to be part of the story. Sure, yeah. 
But you you were you grew up in Gwillimbury. Yeah, little little Gwillimbury we called it. Holland's l- Holland Landing. Holland Landing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because a lot of the Holland, uh, a lot of the Dutch would have landed there back in the day, or I guess so. Yeah, that was something about something about that. There was a park, uh, and there was something about the town that I grew up in being the largest exporter of frogs' legs. Holy in Canada. That's good. There was a anchor that was dropped here during the there was like a, what was there there was a war between Canada yeah. and the United States the war of 1812 yeah okay during that war when they called it quits there was an anchor that was being shipped from Ottawa to Toronto and i think okay. somehow it was making its way through the town that i grew up in and yeah. the anchor just stayed there cuz the war was over now we got a park wow. called anchor park oh man and the anchor's there and and growing up in in that, how did how did it feel? You always look this way. You said, "Well, you were like you were, a fat tubby. You were a little like fat a, boy, like a tubber." Okay, well <laughs> let's let's be easy on young young Dan. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I've always uh, been a handsome boy. Yeah, you're you're good looking good looking guy. <laughs> Thanks, right? Rich. Ditto. You, you do well. You do well. <laughs> you uh, and and so what was it like to to be growing up in this small town of? Uh, East Holland. East Holland. Did Gwillen. I get it? Holland Landing. Fuck me. In East Gwillimbury. Well, there That's you good. go. That's no, my. No. Hey, listen, I'm fried from the sun. Yeah, buddy. Okay, I'm, I'm all full of cheese and fried from the sun. I here. just finished my first sixty-hour work week in like two years, so I'm. No excuses. Let's make this count. Yeah. Okay. No, I think this is when I do my best work. Though. Same. Same. Like I like to be just, drained out by the sun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you're just barely hanging on and yes. you start just firing on all cylinders, making these connections that don't. Yep. Like I haven't yep. remembered that thing about the frogs' legs and Anchor Park for fucking fifteen years. Okay. Good. I mean? Good. Let's uncork it then. Yeah. What was it like? Was it a was it a hoot growing up, or was it boring, or was it? Uh... Uh, it was a good place if you were like uh, had a family and you had kids. Yeah. So it was like there was other kids around because that was just what was happening. And and how did you meet the Fong brothers? How did I meet the Fong bros in high school? Okay. Yeah, Matthew was one year older than me, and uh, oh wow, I transferred high schools in the middle of it. Yeah. Because uh, I was at a high school and I was like, I don't like it here. And I yeah. hear the music program is better at another high school. And you were pretty down with music by then. Yeah. 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 Without, I was talking with a friend of uh, one of my coworkers the other day about this. Like, yeah. my parents aren't into music. Yeah, like, good, good. They have no, they don't care. They don't give a shit. Right. You know, they were blindly supportive of me doing it when I was younger. Yeah. But they have no taste that has been like, you know, I'm yeah. making a gesture with my hand. Like, yeah. it, the, the taste maker thing hadn't, like, uh, descended from, like, my grandparents or my parents. It was... I had an older brother that was two years older than me that yep. really liked punk rock. Yep. And I got a narrow view of punk rock from, from Drew. Uh-huh. And then uh, somehow I ended up going to this other school, this other high school. Uh-huh. Sorry, we're bouncing yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my brain's broke. Yeah. I don't know. There's a... I met, met the Fong Bros and started doing some funny stuff in high school. Somehow had access to the internet. Yeah. And then discovered lots of stuff on there. Okay. Yeah. And you... So how, um, yeah, man, the music you make, which is obviously why we're here, is a is a is a thing of of wonder and spectacle, Ooh. and um, and I That's and I want you to say, oh man, I I I love what you do, and I want to kind of get into how you became you. So so you uh, were you always kind of into that outlandish shit that uh, like when you were when you were at high school, were you kind of quirky? Um. Yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll tell a story that illustrates 
how quirky what i did in high school yeah. to fuck myself up <laughs> here we go here we go thank you you're uh, doing the heavy lifting here thank you <laughs> my uh my mom's a hairstylist uh-huh so i had like this long-ish hair before going into grade nine yeah it's long straight hair long straight hair down to your shoulders yeah almost yeah pretty Kay. greasy but you're uh, into the you're into so what are you listening to at that at time? that point it was weezer tons Kay. of weezer Okay. Uh, Dragon Force. Okay. A bunch of Dragon Force. Of course. Uh, I think I had a couple <laughs> ACDC songs okay. on, a, on some like MP3 player or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, grade eight. Okay. You know, grade eight. Long hair. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, also, I guess this is what it was. I really liked that band At the Drive In. Yeah, and then sure. Also, the Mars Volta. Sure, he did. I was getting crazy into that. Like, wow. This like Latin tinged prog rock. Yeah, shit. that shit's great. I, I like it a lot. I, I mow my lawn to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So keep going, keep going, keep going. So I really liked the so way you, that, you got that long hair. Yeah, yeah. And I was like watching all these bootleg performances of Omar and Cedric from those bands with their like long curly yeah. like yeah like Puerto Rican yeah like, afros that they have yeah. And I got my mom to give me a perm. Yeah. Going into grade nine. Unbelievable. And then at some point, like, so I was this new kid that had curly hair, right? But then my hair started growing in straight. And everyone started asking me, like, what, what the fuck was <laughs> going on? Unbelievable. Now, did anyone know you in high school? Like, surely there must have been a few that were like, yeah, damn, what happened? <laughs> yeah. What happened over the summer? Uh, I think I actually got that perm somewhere at, like, the end of grade eight. And then oh, I got another Lord. one going into high school. Are these your, the only two perms you've ever had in your life? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have got to, oh, I think you've got to revisit that grade nine year, that pivot year, that pivot perm. Uh, there's so a, I, could, I could pull up a photo. I need to see that perm. That, um, but, uh, okay. So, wow, man. So, uh, Welcome was, to grade nine. Welcome to high school. Here's yeah. a perm. And your mom has got to be. I, she just didn't care. Pretty far yeah. out to, to do that to you. To yeah. know where you were going and just be like, yeah, you know what's going to make high school feel a little more <laughs> comfortable? This perm. This perm's going to fucking seal the deal. And I'm, I'm going to take so much pride because you're my son. So here comes. She must have given. It must have been a spectacular perm. Uh, yeah, it was very good. Yeah. It was. Uh, wow. I mean, I don't know the difference between a good one and a bad one. Right. I can pretty right. much flat out say that everyone for a young boy going into high school is a bad one holy exactly you know? exactly it was just like a bad that idea. is cool so but did, like, it, did nothing... it do it did it open the door for you was it like a key like that that perm without that perm like you're not you're not who you are today like that yeah. perm, you get into high school with that perm yeah and it, it yeah it just it, i think it cemented my uh I was just like, con- I was trying to like, I was, I maybe it was like an edge lord. <laughs> maybe yeah. that's the way to describe it. Yeah. Like I was trying to be, um, like a contrarian, like well, what you, you like, you I don't want. fucking like. Right. You know right. What I mean, what's the, so what's- it was a punk rock maneuver. This, this perm. I think so. Yeah. You're the best. You I know, love like, you. I absolutely, yeah, like, we could probably end the interview now <laughs> and, it's and say that it was worth it. Top tier. Yeah. That is top tar right there with <laughs> top that perm. Tar. I want to, I want to, like you're inspiring me to, cause you get bored, eh? You get fucking bored. The, the hair I'm wearing right now, yeah. it's actually a shit cut. I had a good cut, mm-hmm. shit cut. And I look at it and go. We're going to be doing this the rest of our lives. We're going to be going back and forth between good cut and not so good cut. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. bring in you bring in the Dan Lochran perm. 
Everyone needs a perm. Everyone needs one. Get so, one once in your life and just freak I'm yourself gonna, out. I'm gonna. You know I mean? like, I'm gonna. And I'm gonna. Uh, you will know when I when it happens. Thanks. Sick, that right is inspiring. On? Industry tactics. We're off to a great start here <laughs> with our guest and 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 uh, and and scientist in his own right, Dan Lochran. Scientist. So so you get through high school. You're listening to the Mars Volta. You're really excited about music. So uh-huh. you've been on that side of music, like the the prog rock kind of weirdo stuff, eh? Yeah, that was like. Uh, that was, Would you say that's prog rock weirdo at the drive-in Mars Volta? Not so much at the drive-in, but they when okay. they did the shift to the other Mar- thing. Mars Volta. Yeah, and that's I, when I, I started paying attention to them. That is exciting yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. My brother liked at the drive-in, and I liked the Mars, Mars Volta. Volta. Yeah, and uh, wow. there's something about wow. like I guess I found Larry Harlow through that too. Uh-huh. So I found some like salsa music through wow. that too, wow. which great. is like, great. I've never great. played any of that, and I've never even like considered sort of like tossing my hat in the ring. Uh-huh. But uh, that sort of yeah, that traditional like Latin sound is pretty cool. I mean, but did you were you in a band in high school? Uh, I was in many bands. Yeah, I was. I I had. You want some early band names? Sure. I got good ones. Go ahead. Uh, first band was called Bone Storm. Okay. And I was playing drums in that and writing all the guitar parts. Oh. I was in a skate punk band called Benny Hanna with some locals. Wow. Jesse Lee. That rings that. a bell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. And then, uh, I had a good one, a similar, like what baby labor is now Yeah, came kind of from this band that I had in high school that was like, okay, this is the stuff that I really want to do. Uh-huh. And it's like under my direction where I get to sort of like uh-huh. call the shots aesthetically and musically. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had this band called face party. Okay. And that was, uh, Fong and I, uh-huh. Michael Fong uh-huh. and myself got, uh, hooked up kind of through that he huh. recorded the face party album that happened oh yeah let's yeah. let's uh let's play a track from it can we do you have a uh, audio that you can throw me after uh, yeah afterwards yeah sure here it comes now uh tee up a tune that we'll listen to oh i think maybe the one would be redux your pleasure craft here it is now redux your pleasure craft <laughs> And the name of this band again is Face Face Party. Party. Thank you.
Wow, so that's early days of you playing, um, that was, what it, What was it called again from uh, Face Party? Uh, Redux Your Pleasure Craft. Thanks, and that's early days of you, that's produced by Michael Fong. Produced by Michael Fong, yeah. And uh, that's kind of leading into in what becomes Baby Labor, or just the model of it, I guess. is, is, is the, the fact that it was like me writing guitar yeah, parts, yeah. that's instrumental music, most of it's okay. like through composed, uh-huh. like there's not a whole lot of like courses or verses it's just like parts and parts and parts one of the things i've been dying to know is how do you do this stuff like how do you so you're a guitar player right Uh is that is that how you uh i'm trying to find this picture of the perm is that your major uh is that your main instrument is is what you'd say you you played drums too yeah i'd like i'd like to i feel like you know i can cook a meal for myself but i'm not a cook Uh right i can play the drums but i'm not a drummer okay but i i can play the guitar i think I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people out there that are a whole shit ton better than me, but I got nothing going on. So if I can't call myself a guitar player, fuck, I can't really call myself anything. So, And I like that. I like the fact that you say there's a shit ton of people out there that are better than me. But you know what? Wow, he's, um, he's just teed up the, uh, the poodle perm. <laughs> it's majestic. And we have to take a moment to appreciate it again. I will put that up uh, as a secondary swipe photo when we put this podcast up because you're going to want to see Dan with that. Per- <laughs> what, a, what, a, what, a, what a what a good looking young man! Grade nine, so that's grade nine for you. Yeah, yeah, dude, you are you are outside. You are really strange, crushing it right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, I gotta love that. I gotta respect that. So, um, but I I am fascinated by uh, uh, that statement that you know, like, yeah, uh, you, you, sure, there's others out there that, but no one's doing it like you, man. I really love what what you're bringing to the party, the face party the here. Face party, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. Uh, that's very that's very kind of you. I really enjoy, um, yeah, your approach and how you come to it, and want to know more about how you make the baby labor stuff, but notably, right? Like how? So how do you? What, what do you do when you go when you get down to to writing some of that? Is it? Um, like, are you uh, are you formally trained, or how did you get to this? Well, vo- that's, develop how, this that's voice? how I got to Guelph. That's how you got to Guelph. Was, you went to U. I went to U- University of Guelph, and I got to study with Ken Aldcroft. Uh, yeah, Which I would is, say yeah. as an Italian, rest his soul. I guess I can say that because I'm Italian, rest yeah. his soul. I, I'm also. I got. I mean, the Lochran is Scottish, but like my mom was born in Frosinone. There's a moment of hard pause right now. Yeah, because in the because book. Because my mom is born in Frosinone. I know. I read it in the jacket of the book. So what does that mean? I have no idea, but are we related? What <laughs> city? That's town, not... Man. Listen, man, I've, I've gone all over Hell's Half Acre, and no <laughs> one says that. They usually say, like in the Joe Cerbera episode, where I got to take a pause and say, I will not hold it against you that you're from Calabria. <laughs> but in your case, what city in Frosinone? Dude, I, I, I do not know. Remember wow. how I said there's like not a whole lot of like uh, musical dissemination that has come from like my grandparents and uh-huh. parents? Like uh-huh. Also, just... I don't have a very like strong connection to my grandparents and like the his- historical side of it. We'll be looking into the family name. What's the family name? Antonacci. Antonacci. Yeah. And I know a Lou Antonacci. Um, I don't. Through my my uh, my lost uh, uncle Vince, my 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 deceased uncle. So I will ch- will okay. do a summons. We'll right summons uh, Uncle Vince, oh. <laughs> and, and we'll say, "How did you know Lou Antonacci?" I'm not kidding. Okay. There's a Lou Antonacci in my past. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow, how that. cool would that be? You look like a young Lou Antonacci. <laughs> I think he was an accordionist of sorts. Do you, is this ringing a bell? No. Lou this... Antonacci. You talk to my boy Lou. Uh, no? This I, isn't this ringing a bell? Not, ringing not a trigger? No. I'm all no. triggered up here. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Holy man. shit. I, it... wish I, I wish I had more to give you than the... the province frozenone is it is that it's what it my is? cousin dan <laughs> and i'm having waters with my cousin dan yeah wow well, this is exciting it's hot out wow man it's hot in here well no it's not it's ac but we got it you're you're that is beautiful to know so what brought what led us there uh, the heat's got me a little foggy so you, you, uh, we talked about that bomb ken alcroft kenny alcroft as an italian okay rest, rest his soul thank you yeah. that was a good rewind so thank and i would you. say and, that as well rest his soul holy moly what a what an inspiration yeah so you studied with ken yeah for that's how you learned years. to be you well i mean I got to see Ken play before I went to school. Yes. I think we actually played a set together at Somewhere There. Not on stage together, but like I did a solo guitar thing. Which Somewhere There? The uh, the, the original? Oh, no, the one that was... The second was... one on Sterling. Sterling, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, Far out, man. And Far that was, out. That was a, another Fong thing. Matt Fong had me like, you're doing some wacky shit, man. You should just go in there and do it there. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what this crew of people is. I have By the way, great Matt Fong. <laughs> a little you said it a little too fast but you had the tone if Did you I? just slowed that down you cut that in half hey, you should just... no i can't you do should do that in there <laughs> oh yeah that's good yeah yeah okay so we'll stop matt fong we love you okay so wow holy shit so matt fong inspires you to get in there sure yeah. and all of a sudden you're sharing a set with ken uh, i it's yeah he it's was, a blur it's a it's a blur it was either like he was there or it was like maybe oh man it was year one but before i started studying one-on-one wow something like that i had no idea we were gonna have all this discussion that we're let's keep digging well that's why i kind of wanted to like i was like rich we should do this because there's fertile ground here wow you know wow there's more overlap in this world than 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 i know yeah like in other words a i'm your cousin I haven't been tell. I haven't. I've been just been holding this back for the last few years. It's all good. Um, I, I didn't know that for that long. That was actually like when it. Yeah. From the book. I and think you didn't think there. to call me and go like, Dude, well, no, was, we're yeah. family. No, I had. I had it. It was my ace in the hole. Okay. You know? That's exciting. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. I guess that means I need to care more about you. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, so, um, but really exciting news, man, really exciting news. Our Frosinone brother, I mean, sure, the Scottish bit is exciting, too, yeah. and he's Antonacci in disguise. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's the thing, like, culturally and yeah, well, yeah, like, aesthetically, he's, he, zero Italian in me, nothing. There's, like, huh. nothing about it. Well, I mean, maybe not come a on, little bit culturally, like, hanging out with <laughs> my mom and my grandparents and, like, you yeah. know, I mean, yeah. the, the, the story in your book about the the canning mm-hmm. is like that mm-hmm. that resonates you know mm-hmm. that hits home mm-hmm. because it's like yeah you sit around and you see it there's big fat basil leaves going in these massive like cauldrons of fucking yeah. tomatoes yeah yeah that's there watching that's there. no no just big yeah. head chopped off a chicken yeah that's there too that's there but here in here in canada she would do that yeah in in uh, holland in holland landing no, no in malton Malton. Yeah, in Malton. Badass. That is real. Yeah. That is real. Yeah, it's there. It's fine. Oh, that is really cool. She could chop a head off a chicken, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
she was she was cool she rewind cool. man she still is cool shout out to nana antonacci this yeah. is re- and she's still there yeah savina yeah okay well i've been there for forever then f- don't like- then don't do anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll remember to blurt that out okay right okay on. uh listen listen so can uh can you come to you of guelph then that's how you get here yeah and you never leave yeah, haven't left. Yeah, it's wow, that's random. I that's just beautiful. I like it. I like I like Guelph here. It's nice. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Let's talk about it. So you get to Guelph. Uh-huh. You sign up in music. Yep, signed What's up. What's the music, music program here like? I only know it through like English and every other fucking weird avenue, but not formally straight through in music. Yeah. So the music program when I was going through it, yeah, was, I mean it was what you made of it, I guess, because there sure. there wasn't an audition to get into the music program, okay. but there was an audition to get into the applied portion of it. So like after second year or first year? Uh, no, you could do it right away. Okay, but like yeah. if you wanted to have one-on-one lessons with someone studying specifically on an instrument, you needed to do the audition. Okay. But got you it, could get it. a music degree without needing to do that study. Okay. Does that make sense? So like my degree that has like this performance aspect to it is was, the same as someone who has like never picked up an instrument before and liked the black keys and went like, yeah, I'll study music. This is what we call um, great design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. Okay, okay. So, so it's so, it, the music program like from an institutional point of view, yeah. probably pretty shit. But like uh-huh. having Joe Sorbera doing his thing yeah. with the contemporary music ensemble yes. and having like the the you know his like partnership with ken like his musical partnership like that just playing into and feeding into like the maybe like four five six seven of us over the over my time at the university of guelph there was a handful of us that really really dug it and tried to take it as far as we could go so it's uh, like you're in the in the in the in the in the mix with Sledkowski and others, or is, is uh, he's he, a little bit before my time? He's before. Um, he's a little older than maybe you. Maybe Brent okay. O'Toole from Brent the band O'Toole. I know that name. Animat from Animatist. Okay, yeah. Uh, him and I were congruent. Ian Bain from okay. uh, Soft Side. Nice. Who, also, yes. Also yes. Playing that group with with Ian. Yes. Um, those were like my two like. Isn't that nice? There's a couple dudes, uh, Corey Cosman and uh, Josh Kestenberg too. Okay. Who are some. Uh, you know, I played in a band with them for a little bit with Brent, and that was, uh, they were really good at doing what they do, and they've moved on to other things. I think Corey's living in Russia now, and maybe got married, I don't know. You never hear that, living, <laughs> living in Russia. Yeah, he moved, moved out that way. We want to do this, right? We want to do what? <laughs> it's a life goal to get out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get on those little Kremlin domes. Uh, they had a, they had domes. a, Brent and Corey and uh, Daria. Yeah. They had an improv band. Also, Josh was playing drums with them as well. They had an yeah. improv band called uh, Dart Boy. And uh, Daria is from Moscow. Okay. I could I could say any okay. any sure. big city sure. center in Russia, and I'd yeah. be guessing just as much as I am right now. Okay. But uh, she, had to go, go with. she had to go back there for a yeah. bit okay. and uh, took everybody in that band, and they did like a tour oh, great. playing a bunch of cities. And they Russia. never came back? No, they're back. Okay. Most of them are back. Okay. Half of them are back now. Okay. Um, it's it's Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, cool, man, cool. Yeah, cool, so there's cool. th- there was some people that were doing some cool stuff. Yeah, um, but, but it was an inspiring time for you. Like you were making a lot of music, learning was, a lot. It was inspiring. Yeah, lot, lots of practice, lots yeah. of learning. Yeah, uh, it was really nice to just sort of dive deep, thinking about like harmony and melody. But I was always really bad with like practicing, like playing fast or like okay. playing like 
fucking licks or yeah. like lines or whatever. So yeah. a lot of the stuff that I was writing or doing was all just around like uh, here's like a root note and here's some sort of color tones that are associated with it. Mm-hmm. And I just got to like, I already, like, I could hear that stuff when I was younger playing mm-hmm. in these like weirdo bands when mm-hmm. I was in high school with mm-hmm. no formal training. Mm-hmm. I could hear it, but I didn't have any idea what it was or how to manipulate it or like turn it into something that I was like, this is what I want to do with it. I would just like hit these brown notes and be like, I like those. Those are the ones I want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to, can you call up one of your tunes on your phone? I want to go through, because I don't know, yeah, Baby Labor. I want to get into Baby Labor, but I want to do it in a weird way that I don't usually, just because, uh, do you mind? Sure, yeah. Even just a little bit of, of one of the tunes, like just an excerpt, because I I want to get into how you you do what you do, man. I really am interested in like the, so just walk us through like oh, how no. you created a, a, one of these riffs or something, or like, do you mind? Do I have to play it? No, you just play it on your phone. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, is that what you meant, or play it on your phone, or play it in real life? Like, no, like, no. I mean, like, yeah, play, play a little bit of it, just on, so we can hear it, just on, so the listener. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll all cut right. to uh, we'll cut to it proper when we uh, when we release it. Okay, that sounds fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, I guess something from the last record, which My I long. yeah, I was excited about this one because I got to like engineer and mix the recording okay. myself okay. which i got to play the role of producer living at this like studio that i live in, in here in guelph okay yeah um wow I, i'd like to see that space man so is it is it a, like just a, a large space yeah it's just a big space some uh, i'll tell you about it right after we cool. play, play do a it. thing from it do it what's this tune that we're going to hear uh shit i don't know uh the one that you love to play live let's say one that you really love to do live well all of these now i hate but you see dan dan antonacci we'll do this one 420 full tape
So you're going into a five here. Yep. Right? A gentle listeners? Yeah, so... Whoa. Who's playing bass? Uh... What is that sound? That's like just like a ring mod, sort of... Under the background. Um... Troy and I are actually switching on bass and guitar, and the Whoa. switch happens. What? That's the switch. And then it switches again. Right there. And then there's another switch here. So we both have octave pedals, both playing guitar, and then we'll do this thing where at, you know, intermittent right. times... Right, there's no bass in this band. There's no bass, it's two yeah. two guitars. Yeah, two guitars. Pay attention. <laughs> so, yeah, that tune. That's a good one. That was uh, that was an excerpt from 420 from your last record. Yeah, full legal stop. Full legal stop. That's and a new one has come out since. Uh, no, we've recorded the drums for it, okay. and all of the music that you saw us play the other day. Yeah, is like from this upcoming release. Wow. Yeah. Fucking a! Are you hearing that? Are you as excited as I am? So, when you, that in that intro theme that you would have played there uh-huh you wrote all that yep uh how did that come to mind you're walking down the street on you're walking down gordon street going down to get your your uh hippie strawberries sure yeah going to the farmer's market and you're trying it just comes to you uh, or you're, you're pissing you're having a shit I don't know if it if it has. Uh, you're I mean, noodling it, on the guitar, and you're making no- your way through it. You're working your way through it. There's yeah, there's noodles definitely yes. involved. Uh, but the pissing and shitting thing is kind of okay. That makes sense. Because like this stuff, like the old band that I had, Face Party, like yeah, I think I just kind of like need to make this music, and I don't really think about it. I can think about it retroactively. Yeah, but like I want to know though. I want to get in on. I want your brain. Uh, I need the sponge. For that first part? Yeah. The only thing that I can tell you is that it, there's like a descending riff that happens in it. Uh-huh. And that descending riff the second time, so uh-huh. it like happens once and it uh-huh. descends in a certain way. Uh-huh. And then the second time it happens, it's a whole tone thing. Oh. That's, the, that's the only thing I can tell you about that riff. Uh-huh. The rest of it is just like a blur. And then I was like, oh, this is a melody that I like in a... It's like harmonized in a specific way, and I, I I don't care to like analyze it beyond that. Okay. Well, no, 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 and I don't care either to analyze it beyond that. I just mm. I want to know how it kind of comes to you. Oh. Are you are you at your instrument? Does it fall from the sky? Uh, are you at your instrument, instrument working through it? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like. Your, I feel like your music for me is like, I can relate to it in a lot of ways. When I hear it, I'm like. And I get jealous, you know, which what? is yeah, yeah. This is a good compliment. You you want to be on that side of music of, of of the musician's table where it's like you're, you know, either you're at a show and you're imagining a music that's that you can make that's better than what you're witnessing, which uh, is probably a lot of the cases, right? Uh, <laughs> or you're at a show and you're going, who didn't tell? Why why am I only discovering this band? Why am I only learning about this band now? And I sure. and this yeah, is yeah. music that I li- your music when I listen to it, I'm like, fuck, that's got something there that's like, uh, I want to know how. Okay. I want to know how you right kind of make it. You know, it's a uh, it's very exciting to me. It's very that's exciting. Cool, right on. It's very exciting. I, ca- I can't talk over it. I can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, it it, it lures you. And I, I think maybe because you've seen it live a couple yep. times. I'm yep. assuming like you've seen it live more than you've listened to the record. Yeah. So the live set is designed specifically to overwhelm people. 
with the not stopping and like trying yeah. to create like we're gonna do like 22 minutes worth of music that's like unbroken yeah not a whole lot of like 22 minutes that's your thing yeah well when we played we stopped once oh no i guess no we that was but you like this, a short and this, sweet set this new set that we're doing yeah, yeah. we haven't played it enough to thread it together yet uh-huh, uh-huh. um and yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah. kind of like just it's a little bit upsetting to me that we haven't we're playing it and it's not like that ah, but uh that's cool that's this cool. material from the record that we just listened to we were doing it in like it was like i think somewhere between 15 minutes for the first chunk and then like 20 minutes for the next one and then yeah. we would do a song right and upsetting to you because you really have a thing that you want to do live that's not like so can you touch on like what what a perfect set for you is like like maybe the first set that you or prior sets where it's just like it's straight it's like yeah 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 tight um, like yeah how how often are you rehearsing that band to get that to the where it, where it needs to be that will and and have you reached that point with that band i feel like you have yeah we yes. have we have before for okay, sure we good, were doing good. when we did our first record that yeah. was recorded again by michael fong yes um we were like touring i think we did a tour out to the east coast to uh-huh, halifax uh-huh. and back and at that point we were fucking on fire like these sets yeah. were long and they wasn't a lot of stops in them uh, uh, uh. and like the energy was just up the entire time uh-huh. and like fun yeah but like not yeah. in a way it was the, it's this music that can very easily be alienating but somehow the concept it's is captivating. to it to yeah. captivate and yeah. invite people into the sort of like wackiness that's going alienating on. why because it's loud because it's uh, uh heavy yeah maybe just because it's overwhelming but yeah. like if you you know if you're into that it's it's gold yeah but yeah maybe granted. it's gold i i hope someone would describe it as such yeah I like it, it's fun watching people react to it and, and freak out yeah, it's uh i don't i can't watch a lot when we're playing but you're I have to, i have to yeah i or i try to be and that's the thing like when when the band is really really well rehearsed yeah. It allows me to sort of like freak out a little bit more uh-huh. and get into the zone. Yeah. And then when the band is not as rehearsed, and this is not, I'm not just talking about the other two dudes in the band, Jake Cadillo playing drums. Yeah. And Troy LaFontaine playing the other guitar. Yeah. Um, it's like, if I'm also like not as rehearsed, it becomes more of a technical exercise. Yeah. And that type of music is kind of boring to me. Right. 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 So there's something, right. there's some emotional response that, I get from creating this music and then mm-hmm. presenting it in a mm-hmm. specific way. And that emotional response is, in my opinion, much more powerful than the music is. Hmm. And I, it's like kind yeah. of hard, which one comes first and which one do people really gravitate to and associate t- towards? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, it's when the music is like happening at a high level, it like hits me in my bones. I like your, I like that. I like that thing that you said that it was upsetting though, that you've presented a few times, not up to your standard. That tells me that you have this like bar. Yeah. 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 Dude, set the bar high and then try to like achieve it. Yeah. Uh, But like, and then again, it's like going back to me saying like, there's other guitar players that are way better out there. Like the fact that, you know, it's like like Matt's playing in all these different projects, and every yeah. time I see one, I go like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah. you know, that guy's setting a bar yeah. is yeah. like his ability is just it's beyond mine. So I see see him play music in any capacity, and I just go like, "Fuck, that's cool, right on." I'm, but it it just sends me on a different sort of avenue. Like, yeah, he can do what he does, and so, but we're sharing a space, yeah. right? A similar like aesthetic, 
sensibility. Yeah. So like, yeah. how can we find something original to say within these fairly restricted yeah. sort of yeah no you're 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 tapping into the vein of like why i got into music man and and why i'm i'm fighting and striving to get to this point but i i i feel like i don't there's something in my design that's off that gets me to that point of disappointment too more Mm. like i don't get me wrong like the last bunch of live shows i've done i've i feel like i'm seeing the ball well and and i'm trying to put the i'm I'm (laughs) also trying to feel that way (laughs) trying to put the best me forward but i but there is a striving of like when i when i that i'm not a rush fan much but i love i'm gonna say i'm openly i am a rush fan okay but uh (laughs) the thing i love the most about a a rush or or even geeking out over zappa when i was a kid was Mm. like the idea of rehearsing a band to like for four months before you present it live i love this idea like i obsess over that but i've never had that luxury or maybe i just designed it wrong Mm. and and throw it out in public too quick or something there there is something there that you're touching on that i'm like oh that's cool i love that man i like i yeah i got we gotta look in the mirror more with that shit at least i do you know i really feel like that's really exciting the the idea of like putting something so polished and Mm mind-blowing that don't come and i can also relate to your thing of not being like maybe the like having to work for it right like that's i appreciate that musician more than than the the, it just comes to them and i don't know if it comes to anyone but but yeah everyone's working hard it's just it's just like okay, there's Kevin Bright and then there's the rest of us, yeah. right? And it's just like, yeah, you know, it's like some some need to work harder in, in the corners at, at finding their place, right? Sure. It's yeah. interesting. It's uh-huh. interesting. Um, so, okay, maybe one thing, like Jake, the drummer in Baby Labor, and Troy, the other guitar player, yeah. don't have any formal training. Oh, that's interesting. So, so they're like, how do you communicate this music to them? Uh, well, we've just created like a language that is like for the band. So that tune there, four twenty. Yeah. So the the form of the song is in the title of it. Like, there's this section at the end of it that where it, you said it went into five. Uh huh. And then so the the riff just like keeps shifting eighth notes over. Okay. Right? So it's like five going bunk one and then three four five. Yeah. Right. And then one two. And then a rest on beat three and then uh-huh. four or five, right? Uh-huh. And then it just keeps shifting through that. Okay. But each section, so there's five sections of it, uh-huh. or I guess yeah, there's five sections of uh-huh. it. Uh, and you got one that goes for twenty, and then the other sections go for four, four, and four. Okay. And the first one goes for four, and then the second one goes for twenty, and then four, four, and then four, four, twenty-four, and then four, 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 twenty. And then the, yeah, it's real dumb. Wow. <laughs> like wow. The, you, that is real dumb. That is real dumb. <laughs> that is great. We, you get, but it's got to come, you got to, hey man, you got to get that design down. You got to get it down. So you did it. Yeah. And then that was a, that was a, a fun tune to sort of, you know, just all, just literally in the practice, like in the rehearsal space, just screaming out the four and then 20. Yeah. And then 24, four, four, and then four, 24, four, just yelling these numbers over again. Hopefully yeah. someone's going like, yeah, 420 is yeah. tight. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't smoke yeah. weed at all. So like that's, yeah. that's another. Goof, that's exciting. Good. Goof there. Good, good. Uh, you don't, eh? You don't, you don't touch the stuff. It makes me want to die. Yeah. Good, good, good. Um, wow, Dan. I feel like there was something else. Antonacci Lagrin. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, 
real. It feels like there was something else. Was it related to setting the bar? Mm, oh, I was no, these dudes uh, that I'm the, playing with aren't formally trained musicians, right? And what does so, that mean to you? Is that deliberate well, or I is that just I the way it is? I was going to comment on yeah. who you have surrounding yourself. Right. Right. Ooh, and I, the, the people that I know that you play right. with right. are all formally right. trained musicians. Right. right. And maybe because they're working huh. in the field and huh. that there's not a whole lot of money in the field, right. there's not this like, you know, urgent desire to sort of like rehearse something for a while before you it, put it out there. It's, they're just like, we got it. No problem. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. with the, with, with, with these dudes that I work with, they've right. been, I've been so fortunate to find right. people that are like they they want in. to they're in they're, they're yeah, into yeah, 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 it yeah, and they yeah, want yeah. to put like the time and effort yeah, into yeah, it yeah yeah and i've there's oh, something about that that i just i absolutely love i think that's like that's why you got into a band in the first place i think is just to yeah to re- refine it sure there's a whole lot coming from uh what's his name dave king and yeah. happy apple yeah his, sure his talking about like how that group has been oh doing yeah that for a really really long time yeah it's like resonates with me a bunch oh i'm gonna i'm gonna check that out yeah, yeah. i know matt's a big uh, happy apple fan too yep there's a, but there's a whole lot of talking around that eh? uh his like concept of it being like a band yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah neat yeah. neat and that's inspiring yeah, yeah good good dude good drummer yeah what yeah you're um what did you what were some of the few things you've learned you what were some of the the high levels takeaways of studying with ken that, that you that you bring with you uh, in like a technical aspect, okay, could be could be just one te- hanging out with the dude and learning from how his work ethic. Okay, so one thing that's like a technical thing mm-hmm. uh, is the fact that there's modes that come from other scales, mm-hmm. like uh, melodic minor scales or harmonic minor scales. Okay, and modes that are associated with those with yeah. a whole bunch of tensions. Yeah, that I had heard but never knew like. Yeah, how were how they were being created? I was just like, if you fuck up this one note in the scale, it makes right. the thing sound really cool. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, putting like names and sort of colors to those tensions. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing that I figured out with Ken. Yeah, and then also the necessity of like uh, developing your own voice on an on an instrument, and how that is worth so much more than technical proficiency. So how did he, what did he teach you about kind of writing and, and, and getting to this point of the, your work with baby labor? Um, I like, like different ways of coming at a musical problem even, you know? It's kind of hard to say because I, I think like our study mm-hmm. was based mostly on trying to get through like, it was like ear training. Yeah. Like lifting solos. Yeah. And, like, trying to run through chord changes that I would be, you know, fucking have a really hard time with. Uh-huh. Just playing standards. Uh-huh. Um, so that was, the, that was the bulk of it, eh? That was, the, with him. that was the bulk of it. And the fact that... Because, like, I think he recognized that I could already, like, write in the way that I was writing. And he was receptive to it. Like, he came yeah. out and watched Baby Labor a couple times. Yeah. And, like, invited us to play at the Transac with neat, him. Neat. When my friend Ian Bain was playing guitar in a... Right uh, when he was doing a Captain Beefheart record from oh, the yeah, back. Oh, yeah, sure, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Great. So, he was, like, really receptive to both Ian and myself as guitar players and just, like, was like, you guys are doing something else that's not, like, this jazz thing. Yes. So, just keep going down that path. But, like, you should really study this like form of music because uh-huh. because you're being creative with it in some other aspect you'll yeah. be able to draw the connections between like 
you know, thinking like vertically over a bunch of like chord changes and like, okay, so, you know, what are the tensions that can exist over this like minor seven flat five chord and how yeah. can you like, and then, you know, just like understanding those things and then applying them to the way that I was already writing music. I don't know. Do you believe that you need to know the rules in order to break them? Everyone's been saying this. Uh, Everyone, yeah. For, right, for our whole fucking lives. Yeah. And is that eventually a mean? our lives. Is that uh, what that is? What? You got to break the rules in order to know the fact, them. Yeah, it's just like. Or a, know them in order to break It's a term phrase them. that everyone. Is, what I think is of is it's probably or? a fear of rule breaking and just an insecurity around like. This is an educational institution that we're just trying to... I don't know. I don't really know if it is. It comes from a, a place of, like, promoting experiment, experimentation, even. I just... I, I'm kind of questioning it lately, going, huh. Sure, yeah. I mean, I'm not against uh, filling our brains. We're all here to get our educations and fill it and break mm -hmm. it. But I just... I don't know if I... I don't know, man. I, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, because, like... I mean, I've been teaching. That's been like my main gig yeah. for a while now. Yeah, is teaching yeah. kids how to play music. Okay, and I have a couple kids that are—they have an ear. Yep. For it, right? Uh, and they have an ear to be able to like hear all these like weird things that that I find interesting. Yeah. That I, you know, this like. It was like go through like a scale over top of a chord and be like, okay, which ones work? And then they'll pick out all these notes that mm -hmm. work. And then they'll mm -hmm. pick out like this one kind of works. And then I go like, yeah, but then maybe throw <laughs> it up an octave. And then it's like, uh -huh. oh, that works really, really well now. Oh, and, and why? Can, and the, and the and why's why. because yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, with most kids teaching them some rudimentary music theory, it does seem like it boxes them in. Because then they start thinking about like what these rules are, yeah. and really what they could be doing is yeah. just trying to use their ear, yeah, uh, yeah. And so like maybe the maybe the way is just to work on developing someone's ear instead of like here's all these rules, and if you if you you'll never make a mistake if you follow these you yeah know, man. seven simple steps. Like you know one of the guys who uh, I crossed paths, Gary Kulesha, uh, composer uh, when I was in university, kind of. Uh, there have been a few teachers who just I, I spent time with that didn't make it about that necessarily. They they made it about almost hanging out. It was a lot more casual. The, the, you almost felt like the education was slipping in. Sure. Like the, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like, here's a piece, here's a composer, here's a, an idea. Mm -hmm. Go with it. As opposed to, like, almost like a, a creative spark where it's like, Here's a, a a seed, a creative seed. Now you go do something with it, mm -hmm. which is, I guess, I'm not questioning uh, kind of formal ways of getting there with music education. And, and like, I get why we teach scales. Mm -hmm. yeah. I get why we teach words to kids. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I almost picture a world where we didn't, and everyone just kind of went around beating their chests and fucking <laughs> drooling to get it across and just think that yeah, it might yeah. just be just as exciting. Sure, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Less boxed I feel in. Like that someone at some point would just be like, all right, we got to organize this mess. Uh -huh. And then they would start being like, okay, what do you call this one? Because uh -huh. you're doing the same thing, but you call it something else. Uh -huh. And then they just distill it down to... Yeah, simplest form. There is this. That's. I feel like that's what there is. Happened, this right? academy, and that's it, right? And it's kind of yeah. And and I I think we are. You're right. Like right. we, yeah. I I just. Uh, so there's room for people to just sort of like sporadically like 
understand it in whatever way that they want to. Yeah, yeah. And I think facilitating that is is great. And if ever if ever they want to start like engaging with it on like the the sort of like academic uh-huh like the way that other people who have studied it engage with it uh-huh then like go for it but you know it's just as valid to not do it yeah and like that when there, when there are no when you don't know the rules then you're i don't know i don't know you're not breaking them <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe you're like you're right there making the most bland normal shit that's ever been made right but like right. To someone who's learned about it like yeah they're going they're oh like, wait a minute uh, this has been do? done eight times over yeah yeah i'm i'm down with knowledge don't get me wrong gentle listener it's uh this is not a a rant on it I just I don't know some I'm some I'm just questioning it I'm just thinking out loud here yeah, I'm a little peppered from the sun and thinking out loud and just because I do love I think part of the spirit of what you're touching on is like working with and was that a deliberate thing it's not to say that you only work with musicians who come to music from a unique path that's no. not its formal way this ha- this happens to be your trio right now and it's working really well with yeah with with, uh, with 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 their names again jake Kedieu. jake Kedieu and troy lafontaine troy lafontaine uh, yeah and uh they're good they're good dudes yeah how long so how long have you been with them now a uh, couple years you said jake and i were playing as a two-piece for a while for about a year or a year and a half wow wow and then we got troy into the fold and our first show as a trio was playing kazoo fest here in guelph okay opened up for deer hoof wow and that was about three and a half or four years ago right on was that a was that exciting uh deer hoof's one of my favorite bands yeah Yeah, neat it was was what a bill wow it's good good experience we fucked up that show so hard do tell industry tactics what Uh, happened just yeah we were just rehearsing like a bunch to get the music together and we had it together but it's just you know all three of us it was the biggest show that we ever played Uh uh and it was like presenting this thing that was like new and yeah it was just it was there was a moment in there I guess we were overprepared, so people were just like, that was pretty cool, right on, And but we were shitting our pants on stage the whole time. So but, it felt but wait, unnatural. Okay, but did it go off? So you rehearsed it a bunch. Yeah. Did it go over well? Yeah, there was one moment in there that didn't go like as planned. Okay, okay, but no one noticed. Uh, I don't yeah. know. If they did, whatever. It sounds to me like like you've got that, that, um, that aesthetic that like it, you're you you put a really great thing on stage. I'd like to. I'm 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 sure it was beautiful. I it was a, it also okay. One thing that contributed to being kind of shitty was that it uh, it's pretty fast and frenetic uh-huh, music, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And we were playing in a giant concrete box of, yeah. a, of a room. Yeah. So like so the sound was ah uh, fuck. Yeah. That's and that was the same, a hard same thing with to get Deer around. Hoof. Yeah. Like yeah, they, they were not content. touring with a sound dude, yeah, and it was yeah, like yeah. This, this is this, this is tough. Is, yeah. So okay, okay. the room was actively hard to working get against yep, us, yep, which yep, is, yep, uh, yep, yep. and I'm not like I feel like that's yeah, uh, that's 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 a sour Simpsons grapes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, Go like, ahead. Bart's talking with Krusty, trying to get him back to do like uh, stand up comedy uh-huh, again, uh-huh. and he's doing these yeah. lame, lame jokes. Yeah, and uh, and Bart <laughs> keeps going and placating Krusty by saying like the acoustics in this room are just atrocious; they're just terrible. Yeah, and then Krusty's like, "Yeah, it's the acoustics." Yeah, and uh, but this actually it kind of was. <laughs> That's so fascinating. Yeah, because bad sound. Yo, can really... Silvio, Dahlia. What? What are you guys doing? We're going to the bathroom. You guys okay down there? Yeah. 
<laughs> so d- dueling banjos in the toilet. Thank well, the Lord. D- Dan here is uh, babysitting in an undisclosed location here yeah, in the city of We're doing real baby labor. Yeah, he's doing real baby labor right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. You really live your band, man. I love it. I love you. <laughs> well, man, I um, we're gonna we're gonna get cooking here. But uh, thank you for opening up. I feel like I've learned a lot from just cracking. Over. Are you guys okay? Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. Uh, but anything else you want to end on? Like, uh, I really actually enjoyed that last story of, um, of acoustics and then the fight, uh, live. Like what else have you learned? We'll just go real quick through a couple of quick ones in um, terms of like, what have you learned along the way? Not, not maybe we were, we were talking about Ken earlier. Mm-hmm. What'd you learn from Ken's work, work ethic? Like he, oh, dude. holy, yeah. uh, yeah, do it yourself. Yeah, that, I mean that—that that was already sort of in there, but yeah. like really—that's natural for you. That's who you are. Was, there's nothing around where I grew up, right? So you sort of had to dig your own. Dig I your can own, relate to that, right? Yeah, if you, you're not doing yeah. it yourself, no one will for you. Yeah, right? and you know, good the re- for you. Recording of the last record and yep. like the book that was printed with it, with it was dedicated to him because it was like fully to Ken, fully DIY the whole way through, except for the mastering. Wow. Uh, which is wow. like uh, the one thing where I was like, I got to throw my hands up. I don't know how to do this. So okay. someone else has to do it. Good. Actually, it's good to give the mastering to someone else anyway to and give it a little more. Yeah. And even then, know. I kept it in the sphere of people that I work with Great. who are like, Great. you know, yeah. compadres from. Right on, from man. That's inspiring. Um, so, yeah, the DIY sort of work ethic from Ken is, is, is definitely there. Hmm. Um, over the years, we've learned how to make two guitars sound like two basses at the same time. And that's, that's so great. Solid state amplification and fifteen inch speakers. Okay. And if you have like a good PA system running, so you can DI. flip back and forth. So that's what you guys are doing live. You're flipping back and forth, or live your guitar. Not in that space. last set that okay. we did again. Okay. And that's another thing that like the arrangements of those tunes will change, and wow. Troy will be able to take guitar parts, and I'll be able to take bass parts, and we'll be wow. able to flip back and forth. Wow, between. that is sick. That is exciting. But it, it it it's been a focal point of the band and will continue to be moving forward but We're, maybe not with this set right now okay i like how you approach it sets so you're going to work this set as it comes out with a new record for yeah how long uh ish a year yeah maybe a year i have like a that's con- cool. i have a concept prepared for like the next record that has to do with the alphabet <laughs> but like can uh, you share it uh sure. loosely if you want yeah um or if you don't, if you feel it's pretty no, 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 no. I just uh, it's it's been a moment since I've uh, so four twenty. We got that form that that was a moment of inspiration. But uh-huh. uh, the alphabet. So I the useless alphabet that we didn't I, need uh, uh, as humans, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so earlier I said that the music becoming a technical exercise is sort of like a straight bummer, and the emotional resonance of that music is something that yeah. makes me more excited. And yeah. with the last record that we put out, the visual. Uh, compendium that went along with it. it it was like a fairly like autobiographical and i was wow. going through a real shit time so like wow. the, the the book that goes with it i wish i had a copy to show you yeah um that sounds great that uh that thing was like okay letting the listeners know that like this music is more than a technical exercise There's okay like some emotional weight behind it thank you so for the next like full set of recordings that Uh we're going to do the compositions are going to come from what what i did is i named people from my life experience uh with all 26 letters of the alphabet using like the fucked up letters that 
you know, uh, I don't have anyone in my life that's named starts with a Z okay. or, or a X or a Y or okay. a Q. Okay. Uh, but I use my members of the family okay. to sort of fill, the, fill wow. in those gaps. Wow, wow, our cousins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Neat. And what I did was write, so I figured I'd do one minute's worth of music based on each person. Okay. So 26 minutes worth okay. of music. Okay, gotcha. And then what I did was write like six memories or like descriptive phrases uh -huh. of each person. Uh -huh. And now the goal is to like turn those like memories or phrases into music that is somehow Reflective. representational okay. of that stuff. So instead of like Love it. making music that has this unbeknownst emotional quality to it yep. and then using visuals to sort of relay that, yep. just trying to write the music from the emotional point. It's almost like a family tree in a way. Kind or of. Kind of, in yeah. a way. That's, that's very yeah. neat, man. It's very neat to think of it that way. And the, so the alphabet, is it going to be like an alphabet book? Well, hopefully, yeah. the idea of sets will be able to like write some sort of like okay some so the material is only a minute long yeah right? so imagine that you have to write a sentence with yeah. some of these like letters yeah and then some of the letters can be repeated right so then the form of the set would be like okay what are we going to spell out today huh. right like oh shit you know what i mean okay so the set would whoa be, oh gotcha now like it would, so now all of a sudden you're creating a language if each one of those one minute phrases is a letter yeah Ooh, Dan. Yeah, so that's a lofty idea that, like, you know, will take a while, and I'm not, I'm not yeah. gonna rush it. Yeah, all of a sudden, from a 26 minute set, you, you've got you like a, a, a nine hour set that just is the Lord's Prayer. I think there's some Brian Eno like yeah. shit that has done that, where it's like oh. music that can be rearranged in yeah. any sort of yeah, that's uh, really great. Like micro pieces that can be rearranged in any way, oh, shape, wow. or form to create like a, a unique album listening experience every wow. single time. Wow! Don't you owe this yeah. man your? Let's give him a moment of applause. We owe him. I mean that we have learned a lot today from Brian. You know, no, from 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 <laughs> Danny Lochran. Stop it! Stop it! Uh, what an honor and a pleasure it's been to have you on the podcast, Dan. Oh, bless you, Rich. Thanks for thanks for having me. Goodbye. Thank you, Dan Lochran, for all that you do and, uh, and that great conversation. That was episode 74, and you can listen to all episodes. Uh, go to my website, FriendlyRich.com, to check out all the back catalog of interviews with Kid Koala, Steve Sledkowski, Joe Sorbera, Matthew Fong, and others that were mentioned in today's interview. Uh, we'll see you again soon, and thanks for listening to Industry Tactics.